It's Thursday, and you know what that means. This is your captain speaking. He is El Jefe Moses Marquez, and we are hot off last week's incredible trivia takeover eight and money in the bank. We're going to look back on this historic event on the show this week. And also on today's episode. Surprises. Surprises. Oh. <laughs> Is this supposed to be me? Whatever. We're switching things up from last week, moving on some seg- moving some segments around, bringing in some new ones, talking impact, and a new theme song says, rock you like a hurricane. But before we uh, do the damn thing, make sure you guys mash that subscribe button on YouTube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud and Spotify, wherever you do your podcasting. And of course, make sure you are uh, hitting up the lovely website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And naturally, we are also on the new uh, Threads app. Uh, it, it, it's, it's what goes down, <laughs> people. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> it is essentially Facebook's alternative to Twitter. Don't know how successful it's going to be, but we're on there. Everybody's on there, actually. If you have an Instagram account, you're already on it. You just got to activate it. Yeah, they forced you on there. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Zach. boy. All right, let's get into this new format. All right, so for the first of our new uh, new segments, Cap is ready to uh, for a th- was it Friday night three way. Giggity. As promised last week, we are covering Impact again. So uh, way back in the day, we used to do Impact in sixty seconds. Don't know if it's going to last sixty seconds, but I'm going to run through Impact. This past Thursday night, but it airs on Friday in the UKs now. Uh, I gotta figure out where it airs in the states so I can try to watch this now. I think it's easier to act. I'm looking this up right now. You do your thing. Is it not on the fight app? I don't know. Um, All right. So on Impact last week, it's probably going to be a new episode by the time this airs. But there you go. Chris Sabin defeated Trey Miguel to retain the X Division Championship by DQ after Zach Wentz made his return and attacked Sabin. The Rascals are reunited. Trinity defeated Jay Vidal with the Starstruck submission, but was attacked by Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans after the match. While Deanna hesitated to make the save, they faced each other at Slammiversary. Start your start watches. Leo Rush has debuted in Impact. He defeated Jack Price um, and showed up later on, but we'll get to that. Dirty Dango cut a promo on Santino, references, referencing his daughter. Santino clapped back ahead of their match at Slammiversary. Santino is now the director of authority, so he's not supposed to wrestle. But Dirty Dango is making him wrestle. I was like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I like this already. Okay, this is cool. Um, Marsha Slamovich defeated Kylin King with the snowplow as Killer Kelly evened the odds by taking out Taylor Wilde. After the match, Slamovich and Kelly stared each other down, linked by dark collars on a chain. Kinky. Speaking of kinky, Kenny King defeated uh, Yuya Uemura before Joe Hendry debuted his hilarious music video for Kenny King's previous tenure as a stripper. Joe Hendry. <laughs> I fucking love Joe Hendry, man. He fell off. I'm so upset. I love him just after this segment. Um, We got a new uh, segment about the funniest moment of the week later on. This was going to be it until I thought of something else, but it was, it was almost this. Oh, um. No. And to finish the show, Nick Aldis made Alex Shelley sit in the crowd while he explained his heel turn last week before the two finally came to blows. Chris Sabin made the save but was attacked by Leo Rush, forming an alliance with Aldis, who challenges Shelley at Slammiversary. And I'm guessing Leo Rush is now going to challenge Chris Sabin. 
I forgot how this just showed up in Impact. I'm, you know what? I'm inclined to watch some Impact. It's on yeah. Access, but uh, you said it's on. It might be on Fight on the Fight Network on Fight TV or whatever. I would have to check. I that don't out. know. I just assumed Fight seems to have everything these days. That's true. That is true. All right, well, I'm going to figure out how to watch this goddamn because it it sounds fun. I I like uh, uh, Masha Slimovich. She she. I seen her. I think we started watching her. GC Dub is, I think, the first couple of times I saw her. And then when I went to LA for the Ring of Honor, no, with the Ring of Honor show, I think it was the Ring of Honor show, and they were doing all the other stuff going on. Uh, she did um, the the Multiverse show with New Japan and uh, and Impact, and yeah. I was like, oh, dude, she was so over. She was so over. So I'm glad she's getting a kick. And then yeah, fuck Nick Aldis. I forgot he's in fucking Impact. So hell yeah, he's yeah, back. Turn- in- stop the stuff. He's back in Impact. Yeah, uh, turned heel last week, turning on Alex Shelley. Um, so yeah, Motor City Machine Guns currently have the two top singles titles. Shelley's got the world title. Saban's got the X Division title. I think Saban is also uh, now has the most reigns as X Division champion. Well, he does. I know for a fact he does. But yeah. I think the number is seven. God damn, seven times. Um, so that was Impact. It was a fun show. I'm actually looking forward to catching up with it again next week. Um, and next week, of course, we will be predicting Slammiversary. Hell yeah. First time we predict an Impact in a year, because last time was last year's Slammiversary. Let's go. I'm down to get back to the <laughs> Impact, and let's go. All right. Part of the Friday Night Freeway. Normally, I'm going to be uh, running through SmackDown after Impact. But we're going to skip SmackDown because we're going to go through Money in the Bank, so it doesn't really make sense. True that. But for those of you in the UK, you can now watch Impact on Friday nights on The Zone if you have the sports package, which I found out is not a free channel. Nope. That's what it makes you pay. But there you go. Make you pay. So skipping SmackDown, going on to Friday Night Rampage. This is going to be a quick one, obviously, because Rampage is only an hour long. Claudio Castagnoli defeated Commander by TKO after a European uppercut to retain the Ring of Honor World Championship. Oh, damn, Claudio. Sean Spears then defeated The Blade with the C4. Um, it was pretty much match-to-match on Rampage. Johnny TV yep. and QT defeated Matt Hardy and Brother Zay, who is Isaiah Cassidy's new name, with Johnny's Starship Pain. The acclaimed make the save from a post-match beatdown. Um, oh, I don't know what Jeff is. Uh... Well, if, if he's if he's anything like the TikTok thing, uh, his animations go blah, 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 so he's fucking around somewhere. Um, <laughs> I have no idea where he is. Uh, he just he may have got injured in that last <laughs> match they had. It was pretty pretty brutal. God. Well, it wasn't a brutal match, but he had a, a brutal botch. I'm just so sick and tired of hearing it. Jeff Hardy's injured. I'm sorry. <laughs> or arrested. Sorry, Jeff. We love you. Um, finishing off Rampage, Hikaru Shida defeated Taya Valkyrie in the main events. Um, kind of forgettable, run-of-the-mill Rampage. There was nothing really noteworthy. Um, it was it was almost like an episode of Sunday Night Heat. It it it, it turned. It, sometimes it well, I wouldn't. Ever since Collision started, Rampage has really gone to shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it sucks. It's like okay, well then you might as well fuck. I don't know. Give that. I would say give that second hour to to. Uh, I didn't think of some other show, but no, I don't know. I just oh, yeah, they got rid of Dark and Elevation. Could you not yeah. just moved Rampage to Saturdays instead of just well, starting the third show and then forgetting about Rampage? I think 
that would have been a better idea. And I think we kept talking about that. I know the TSK day was like, just, just move it to Saturday. I even said right. make it a Saturday morning thing. Yeah, and people, we'll get into collision in a minute, but people saying collision's failing because the rating's going down because it's on a Saturday night. Saturday night is not a new night for wrestling. No. That's the whole point of collision. It's retro. Trust me, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking shit on some fucking nerd on TikTok for doing that exact fucking bullshit. And then and then and then on top of that, I'm gonna shit on another nerd who was in the business for saying that dumb shit. So this is gonna be funny. All right, so with Rampage covered, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Let's take a look at collision. All right, so getting in a collision, MJF squashes uh, what they get just an open challenge jobber guy. I think his name was uh, uh, was it Kip Mor- Morst, something yeah. or another. Uh, and then he ends up going on to defeat Ethan Page again because I'm thinking Ethan Page came out. I didn't. Uh, collision is one of these shows where I've I've been watching it, but I watch it in the background as I'm doing homework, so I'm really not paying too much damn attention. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs defeats Dustin Rhodes. That's to move on in the Owen Hart tournament so good for him i'm pulling for powerhouse house by the way which we all even though we all know cm punk's gonna win i don't give a shit i'm pulling for fucking hops okay don't all right don't fucking do it to me uh miro looking strong like always defeating anthony henry the gun club are officially confirmed b uh, was it the bullet club gold members i just call them the bang bang gang um yeah, as works. the group I, i'd love it better as they take shots at uh ricky stacks and cmftr I'm getting so sick of the, the consistent fucking build of this goddamn match, but it's whatever. It's whatever. As long as they do good stuff. I like the gun club. So good for them. I'm glad they're a part of the, the bang, bang gang, hanging out with Jay White and, and, and juice Robinson. It works a hell of a lot better. Good for them. Ricky starts, gets a win over juice Robinson, Chris Statlander looking strong in their TBS title defense against lady frost. Lady frost is on the older side. She's still going. Mm. So good for her. I like her style. I'm glad she's getting airtime, whether it be Collision, Rampage, Dynamite, wherever she's getting it. And then, of course, Samoan Joseph defeated Roderick Strong, but then continued to beat the crap out of him and then had a lovely stare down for CM Punk. So, of course, this is going on for the semifinals, which they later pushed on Dynamite. We got in the Owen Hart semifinal, Samoa Joseph, CM Punk. Punk has never beaten Samoa Joe. And now... I always thought he got at least one win in that trilogy they had. I thought, well, I thought they had way more than a trilogy. So then, I mean, it makes sense now that it's just a trilogy. Yeah. Um, Ethan Page ended up facing MJF because MJF squashed Kip and then uh, issued an open challenge to anybody else from Canada. So out comes Ethan. It was actually a really good match between MJF and Ethan Page. Oh, man, I missed a good Ethan Page match. I gotta yeah, go but- back and watch Collision. Well, I'm, I do, I do fucking uh, record Collision, so I got to go back and watch. I'm a fan of Ethan Page, okay, and and I will say it like this: it's uh, it, the Karate Man got me. The Karate <laughs> yeah. Man got me. He showed up in AEW. He was like, eh, "Let's use him," and no, and then they were doing this, and then it's. And now they don't know if they want to be face, they want to be a heel, and now he's kind of a face because he's hanging out with uh, uh, with fucking with Matt with say, Matt Hardy or whatever. Didn't he buy his contract? Yeah, yeah. Matt Hardy owns his contract. Now. I was gonna say I was like I, I like I hate talking like that thing, but he hangs out with the fucking Hardy Boys. That's all I know. Is he hangs out with them. 
He owned, they own his ass, but whatever. But push Ethan more, damn it. He's he is a good he is a good dude to push and and put Mir on fucking dynamite. I know yeah. I know that he probably doesn't want to go because of the fucking whatever and the blah 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 blah. Get his ass on dynamite, okay? More eyes on Miro. And out of the cap is going in raw. So it must be Monday. I haven't actually watched Raw. I've watched like the top 10 highlight videos, so I kind of got the gist of what was going on. It's hard um, to watch, brother. I mean, there was a lot to watch this week. Catching up with Impact. We had Money in the Bank. Um, but it was a full rundown of Raw. We kicked things off with a tease between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, but it's quickly interrupted by a returning Brock Lesnar who brawled with Cody, and surprisingly, Cody got the upper hand. Um, three quarters of the Judgment Day then confronts Rollins, setting up a match between Seth and Dirty Dom later on. Apparently, that's his new ring name now, Dirty Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> I'm I'm indifferent. Yeah, I'm indifferent. Um, it, it might grow on us, but right now it's a mouthful. No, it sounds like a bad porn name right now. That's all. Yeah, okay. uh, condom sounds better. Way better. Um, so while Judgment Day were in the ring, Damian Priest defeated Shinsuke Nakamura, obviously because he's a senior money in the bank now. Uh, I hate that. I hate it when Michael Cole said that. I said, why? Is, why? Why? Why does he have to be senior money in the bank? Why? Why? You racist bastard. <laughs> but then, uh, who? Who? The, I don't know who the girl is who interviews people backstage right now. But um, she was interviewing. Priest, and she called him Mr. Money in the Bank, and he corrected it. No, 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 it's Senior Money in the Bank. All right. Okay. Um, following the split at Money in the Bank, and angry Ronda Rousey, when is she not angry, gets her answers say. from Shayna Baszler before they clash in the ring. And um, the highlight that I did see was Shayna gave her a stiff fucking knee to the face before yeah. leaving the ring. Um, and we'll talk about Ronda cool? in a second, but her contract seems to be going up. Uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville win the tag team turmoil and will challenge Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez for the tag team championships. Becky Lynch made it clear she is not done with Trish Stars and Zoe Stark and will face Zoe next week. Um, Alpha Academy defeated Viking Raiders, whatever. Following their clash at Money in the Bank, Ricochet challenged <laughs> Logan Paul to a face-off next oh, week. Oh, no. <laughs> um... Rhea Ripley defeated Natalia because, of course, to retain the women's world title and attacked her Paul after Natty. the match. All Natty's got going for her is being hot and having a hot sister on Instagram. That's all they got. That's all they. That's all she's got going for her. Poor thing. <laughs> she she's getting a lot of disrespect from people on Twitter right now, which shouldn't really be as a surprise because Twitter's a cesspool. Big Fucking up Freds. Um. In a pre-recorded split-screen face-off, The Miz addressed recent issues with Tommaso Ciampa and challenged him to a no-DQ match next week. There's a lot going on next week. Okay, um, Miz. Yeah, Matt. Crazy, I haven't huh? seen the promo, but Miz's promo was very fiery this week. From what I heard. You know what? If, if, if there's one thing I've learned about The Miz is don't underestimate him. No. Um, so. He's a sleeper. People sleep on The Miz. Especially Phoenix. Hey, I fucking used to shit on the cat. 
it's ever since that Brian feud, people took him seriously. Yeah, that that's for well, you may it made you look at him in a different limelight. That's for sure. And then I, I will constantly say that putting him on that television show did him wonders. Whether whether it yeah. was for his person or for his character, it did him wonders. Yeah, talking smack did really good, and then he turned it into a generic run of the mill panel show. Um, Matt Riddle defeated Giovanni Vinci But is attacked by Imperium after the match Before Drew McIntyre Made the save And main event Seth Rollins defeated Condom by DQ After Priest jumps in After the match Judgment Day attack Rollins Including Finn Balor who just came out of nowhere But Rollins managed to fight back Seth freaking Rollins managed to fight off the entire Judgment Day That's terrible (laughs) <laughs> That's terrible I mean like I know he's your champ And he needs to be strong But good god diggity damn I mean you got Priest attacking him With a briefcase You got Finn coming out of nowhere I can I can understand Getting the better of Condom But Really you're gonna fight off All three of them Plus whatever yeah. the hell Rhea was doing Aye aye But there you go Kill. That's raw uh, I don't think there's Really much To talk I mean Ronda Rousey Um According to the sheets, has given yeah. WWE a hard out date, oh. uh, which is apparently sometime after SummerSlam when she's done with Shayna. So it, this is fucking finish me off, bud. This is what she's giving you. <laughs> yeah, damn, but she's trying to again, give you the Harry Kane treatment. This is according to the sheets, who also said she was leaving after Mania and she didn't. This, yeah. Uh, so we'll see, but I, I know, still but... want to see Ronda and Becky one on one before she goes anywhere. Uh, I don't want to say I could do without it. I would like to see it, but I, I but I, it, it's one of those, you know what I mean? If you give it to me, cool. If I don't see it, love that guy. You know what I mean? We don't give yeah. a shit. I mean, um, it's like three years too late. They should have pulled the trigger well, when the iron was hot, but they uh, had to bring in Charlotte. Because, you know, flair. I had to do it. Um, hey, 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 you calm down back there. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, it, it's just uh, I'm, It is what it is It is what it is Hoping for Shana to get a push after this Let's go R- Shana Ronda's clearly not popular with the fans I, I still like her I always did like her, but I, I can admit she hasn't really improved In the ring No, um, I've seen worse She can chain wrestle But she's just not quite reached that next level this second yeah. run's been really not as good as their first run. Oh God, no, no, not a no, God, no. It's been uh, like a percentage. It, it's. Yeah. I feel like she's half-assed most of this run, and she's just kind of like, all right, well, you know, they're paying me a shit ton of money. Like, yes, yes, they are. So do something more. <laughs> Poker of a stick. Do something. Come on, do something. So that's Raw, um, and now let's talk Last Night on Dynamite. Orange Cassidy and Darby Allin defeated Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland in a blind, uh, the blind tag, whatever the fucking tournament thingamajigger they're doing. I can't pronounce it because it fucking (laughs) baffles me with all the fucking names. However, I will say Keith Lee versus a little man. Give it to me every day of the fucking week. Do you understand me? Every day of the fucking week. He, he, it, the way he works against little dudes is something different. 
Um, I loved their like random heat in be- like you know, fucking Lee and Swerve, how he would just like behind him and scared the shit out of him with his roars. Like, oh, what the crap? I, I almost fucking peed myself. That was hilarious. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I'm not surprised the Bollywood boys showed up. I am just kind of like meh. So uh, it is what it is on that one. But they claimed and Daddy asked to feed the Bollywood boys and the Blade. We saw highlights of Eddie Kingston. That's right, Eddie Kingston, my boy, the Mad King, defeating Kenta for the uh, New Japan Strong Openweight Title. Uh, I, I forgot what the name of the show was. Like a Collision. Independence or, Day. Independence Day. That's right. Thank you. Um, so. It's like, yeah, and, and uh, why can't we do this on Rampage? Why can't we do it on Dynamite? Why can't we do it on your fucking Collision show? Why can't we do it on, on what's the thing that they put on fucking, uh, 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 well, they don't do the Monday show on YouTube anymore. Never mind. I was going to say, I was like, put it on fucking YouTube. Do something. But it's like, it took New Japan. It took New Japan Pro Wrestling to crown Eddie Kingston in a belt that he's going to parade around on AEW television. What are we fucking doing, bro? Like, what? What? I get it, bro. Eddie's fat. I get it. We get it. Okay, you get it. I get it. They get it. There's somebody over there that gets it. Fucking like homeboy eat. that just fell off my shelf got it. He's fat too. Okay, but he's over. Push him. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, like Chris Jericho teases joining forces with Don Callis. They have this whole thing. I fucking absolutely love this Canadian crowd. They wouldn't let Don Callis say fucking a uh, damn thing. He could have blown his nose and they would have booed at him. He's breathing too hard. They're fucking booing at him. He, they literally drowned him out. He, he, they gave, Jericho and, and Don had this look at each other like, yeah, we knew this was going to happen. And it was like, they kind of want to smile. They kind of both want to smile like, ah, we did it. Uh, we're fucking so over in Canada. But it still, so he teases him, you know, he, Jericho teasing the the idea of him hanging out with um fucking be, no, 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 I would not say hanging out but not being a leader of a faction let's go with that and I think that's interesting I think it sucks because now the narrative going around on the internet is oh, I'm Chris Jericho I've lost a bunch of matches so let me rebuild a faction first off that's mean and second off don't say it out loud because you know you're right anyway Adam Cole and MJF defeat Andy Williams and Daddy Magic the weirdest fucking random thing but that's a fucking weird ass tag team i tell you what um and then of course the mjf celebration of adam cole's birthday so we had him coming out so i love the whole thing like because so max comes out and he's all telling him before they introduce him cut my music cut my it's like they can't they haven't introduced you yet so i'm like and then he says it again i'm like okay well you're a dickhead for that he comes out (laughs) does the whole point thing He's he's he looks he does the Roddy spot, but the way he's going around and around and around and around Adam Cole, I was like, why do I feel like I'm watching the Steiner brothers? I just I had like this envision of the Steiner brothers. I don't know why. I don't know how, but it just had this envision. <laughs> and I was just like, OK, but he, talk about like I don't and, and MJF does this. I don't know anybody. Let me stop myself. I have not in my years. uh other than like flair, I haven't seen anybody who can literally be the biggest heel in the entire company. And then in one night, I'm the biggest fucking face there is. I'm the biggest face that I've convinced the guy that's supposed to hate me to call me his friend. And I love this. 
I yeah. love this. It's like so they had the the fucking the uh, the bro sesh as they called it, whatever, where they went to the fucking gym, and it's like three hundred and fifteen pounds. So what's what? If by the way, if you guys are wondering what fucking six plates is, three hundred and fifteen pounds. Obviously, Adam Cole is not bench pressing that. If you notice, the fucking <laughs> thing was all lopsided because fucking people are like doing it, and nobody was. It's, poor Adam Cole. I'm sorry, but I had to expose you. But fucking good goddamn MJF out there just fucking racking it, bud. I'm like, but he makes he's a jacked. comment. He is fucking jacked. He makes a comment about the fat guy. He's all, and I fucking died. I'm going to yeah. hell for this, but he died. He says, hey, he says, you know what? Happened? When that guy took his shorts into the laundromat, they said, or into the dry cleaners and said, sorry, sir, we don't do curtains. And then he tries to tell him another fat guy joke. And he's like, hey, 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 we, he's all, you can't say, you know, you can't say jokes like that anymore. It's not funny. But, you know, he, he does laughing. remind me of, and at the same time, they're like, Tony Schiavone. And it's like, oh. And that's when Adam realizes, oh, shit. I, I kind of like I kind of like him now. And then that led to this. And it's like, so that's where I'm leaning. And I know I got to go through the real thing real fast. But that's where I'm leaning. Is it going to be M- is it going to be MJF going face? Or is Adam Cole going back to his heel ways? Awesome celebration of the birthday, by the way. Ruby Soho, uh, with the help of literally everyone else in her dumb squad, beats Burt Baker to advance in the Owen Hart's Women Tournament. Faces Sky Blue next week. I'm pulling for Sky Blue and all that cake. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Wheeler Yuta was hell of a, a lot of fun. Uh, good for Wheeler. Good for Kenny. He's bruised as all fucking hell. <laughs> Claudio and, of course, uh, Takeshita uh, beat the crap out of Omega after the match. The Hung Bucks make the save. But the Dark Order stop Hangman from using a chair on Claudio, which is just more inner turmoil for poor fucking Hangman. Dynamite ends wildly, wildly with a two-minute overtime and a standoff of Kenny Omega and Wheeler Yuta uh, both down with their teammates checking on him. Yeah, I was confused when I went to stream it, and it had, like, part one, part two, and then overtime, two minutes. So I thought, ooh, something huge must have happened for two minutes overtime. But it was just, it was weird. It was like... The standoff for two minutes. I think Tony got like, uh, he got a deal. Like, hey, you want to go five minutes over for like 20 bucks? Okay. And here he yeah. gave him 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Because they brought up like the copyright thing and everything. And then it just carried on broadcasting. It's weird. Very, but yeah, very, poor very Hangman. Weird. Stuck in the middle. And I have no idea why Dark Order is protecting Claudio. Um, I guess I they just don't want to see Hangman go to the dark side. But they'd rather him in the Dark Order. I you um, know I didn't think of it like that. I didn't think of it as why did they stop it? You know why did they save Claudio? I was thinking of it as don't don't be the elite. As they're trying yeah. to drag him out, like don't be the elite. Don't like you're you're not this guy. You're not these guys. And now there's the inner turmoil. But it like I, I mean, surely they can see Hangman's pretty justified with all the freaking wars these two factions oh, yeah. have had. And then on, and then my whole thing is too, and then um, I, I don't know how this is gonna work out, but we got blood and guts coming up soon, yeah. So obviously Hangman has to be a part of the team, at least that's what I'm thinking. And then we got to have a, a fifth guy, or it's gonna be four on four because I'm hearing Danielson may not do it. So there's a possibility Hangman's not in it anyway. Well, I mean, Brian's got a fucking broken arm. Oh, that's right, duh. I'm trying to think. I was like, why isn't Brian there? And I'm, and then you said broken arm. And then, bam, the picture of the fucking bone doing this. Yeah. Speaking of broken arms, Cody's healed really fucking quickly. Fuck yeah, dude. 
<laughs> Hella quick, he got some money in the bank and there's no brace. And I completely forgot that he even had a broken arm a couple of weeks ago. I was going to ask what the hell was the brace about because he was like, oh, he's not medically cleared. And I'm like, he did what? Got a titanium brace and nobody thought that was going to be used as a weapon. Uh, what else can we look back on? So, yeah, I'm loving Adam Cole. And I didn't think I'd love it this much, but oh, MJF, uh, I think is at his best when he's a heel pretending to be a face. Yes. Perfect. He did it, he did it with Punk for like a week. And yeah, everybody he, was like, maybe MJF's turning face. I'm like, nah, he's going to dick him over. No, and, Big and, and, time. Gonna, and he did. And I think it'll end up being the same exact thing as you're saying, but I'm just... I'm so intrigued. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is so much fucking fun. And then at the same time, nobody's been doing the buddy comedies better than MJF. No. What happened? He pulled out the Sinatra. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys in the TSK are like, can you stop singing like Broadway? I was like, it's Sinatra. Get it right. Yeah, and he's a good singer. He's a great singer. Um, but yeah, that was Dynamite. It was a fun show. It's certainly better than Rampage. Um, That's for damn sure. I'm, I'm not sure if it's set anything up for like the next pay-per-view. I mean, we're still getting through tournaments right now. We've got the Tag Tournament, the Owen Hart Tournament. Um, and I don't think there is a pay-per-view before we're all in. No, that's that's the next one coming up is the one at Wembley. So they're going to be all their eggs in one basket on that one. Uh, guys will be going in the G1 starting next week. So, I mean, it's pretty much just Eddie Kingston that's doing it, which sucks. Again, I, I would have loved more AEW exposure in it, but it is what it is. Uh, they are from room. Apparently, this is going to be a rampage-ish kind of nonsense. Uh, apparently, Kenny cut a promo after the cameras cut. Talking about uh, his travels that he, yes, the, the hangman was right, that he did not go to Canada. He went to go talk to a friend, and uh, that friend, he didn't stay who. All signs are pointing to Coda. Um, and according to Uncle Dave, we could see Coda as soon as the first show in August. Nice. So, um, I look out for that. Wait, Mox isn't in G1 then? No. Is he in the G? I don't think this. I don't think he is in this year. Huh. I think the only guy that we had go over was Eddie Kingston. Which, oh, again, sucks. Su- Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I know because Mox did it one year, and I know he wouldn't mind doing it again. Brian talked about doing it, which I thought would have been awesome. But in all reality, if we the way he goes, he's he's obviously not going to hold up for 28 days. I love the man to death. Okay, I do. But come on, brother, you you, you had one match against Okada. That's going to be you're going to have 28 of them. Yeah, you broke your arm, man. Like, no thanks. You know what I mean? So there's that. Let's see. Oh fuck! I, who else would have been great? Like I said, Mox decent. Him good. I would love the idea of Claudio. Like Claudio would have been sweet in the G one. Thought Kenny would have been good back going back to the G one. You know, but at the same time, you need people there who are going to end up taking losses and it not being that effective. So yeah, I mean, I saw a quote from Mox saying how he's been WWE champion, he's been AEW champion, but nobody's ever won both of those and the IWGP title. So. I thought he had his sights set on G1, but... That that would be nice if he did. So, all right. Well, that is all of Dynamite. All right, so uh, before we go to a break, let's jump into Money in the Bank, um, because that, of course, happened on Saturday. 
Um, yeah. And it was weird. It was 8 p.m. UK time. Uh, I was going to say it started at a weird time over here. Yeah, so it would have been... Trying to think. Like 3 in the afternoon-ish? Yeah. Something like that. I just remember coming home. I just remember um, like doing stuff, I think, with my dad. And I came home and I was just like, huh, I wonder what... Why am I getting a peacock notification? <laughs> and then sure enough, the guys are talking about, uh, I'll check in on it. And I caught the, uh, I caught the, the ladder match, which I was, um, very enthused with. It was very exciting. Um, Logan Paul is a fucking madman. And, yeah. uh, that spot with him and ricochet, I fucking screamed. At oh, the top of my lungs. talked about so much. In fact, it's going to be in shit marks later. Well, I mean, for crying out loud, I, like, I know it's like you're trying to save the spot, but God damn, you know what I mean? I was, I was really afraid of somebody getting hurt, you know, whether, I mean, Ricochet is like, I'm sure he would have been fucking fine, but poor Logan Paul, he fucking, <laughs> Ricochet said, hold on, motherfucker, and <laughs> they just, they just went for it. <laughs> Literally, you jump, I jump. Yeah, that's it, like, we go on three. Uh, I still say the wrong guy won, but then, but, I mean, because God damn, bro. I talks I, I we've talked about the UK fans. There's uh, one of my uh, one of my girl the girl my girl Wheezy Blonde on TikTok. She's talking about the UK fans. I'm talking about how I got into fucking English football off a of fucking chance for crying out loud. It's a di- different atmosphere. He yeah. he's over like he was so over it wasn't even fucking funny. The guy's so he was let me. If I can't if, to emphasize how over so for some dumb reason, if you didn't catch this this show or uh, which you at least should, I don't know why I've been I've been skipping on some of the WWE stuff. This was a show worth watching. Um, but there, if there's one thing that the UK fans do that just makes it that much better is everything is unique. Everything like normally we have the boos and the yes when we go back and forth with the punches, but it, but LA Knight, no 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 no, he doesn't just get the. Yeah, he goes, yeah. So that's all that everybody, every, I saw all 18,000, which by the way is a fucking quarter of what goes to football matches. And all them motherfuckers are singing. They're singing. So imagine, so again, I met, and then, oh, fuck, dude, John. I mean, I'm already skipping ahead, but John talking about his fucking show at Wembley. Yes, you can call it the one, the AEW topper and the blah, 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 and the hoobity hops. I'm just excited to fucking see it. I'm just trying to live in the goddamn moment of great atmosphere wrestling. Whether I like the in-ring story being brought told to me by this company or this company, it's the fans that make you really love it. As John said, we're there the show. We're the show. If that crowd is dead, no matter how good the wrestling is, you know it goes down. You know it does because if they're not reacting, why am I going to react? It's, but it, it, they go hand in hand, baby. Cena's done this before, where he's mentioned London having WrestleMania for a cheap pop, and uh, nothing ever transpired from it. But it this was feels more, more real pop. this time because we've had Clash at the Castle in a, in a, in a stadium, um, yep. and Money in the Bank is one of their biggest five pay per views of the year, and they gave it to London. So it seems like they really are testing the waters this time. So I I, I want to bug you about this, and I don't want I know we don't want to drag too much into it though. Um, if not Wembley, if not if they can't do Wembley, where else could you do it? What other stadium I mean, could you do it? Do Cardiff again? That's true. You can do Cardiff's well, many, just as big. 
That's true. I was gonna say I was gonna say just to toot my own horn, so you can go take him to the new billion dollar stadium by Tottenham. <laughs> go put him in there because that's North London. You yeah, know what I mean, so you do that. That's fucking eighty something thousand seats in a brand new stadium. Hell, they just left SoFi. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's so technologically advanced, but it just looks nice from the outside. Um, so some parliamentary. I didn't even. I was. Yesterday, years old, when I found out there's a parliamentary group in the UK just for wrestling. That's awesome. Uh, That's fucking awesome. They're backing it. So all they really need is London to make a bid for Mania. And I think apparently that's what the whole point of Cena's segment was, to get London to see, look, the fans actually want to do it. Yeah. Come on now. WWE don't pay places to host WrestleMania, the places pay WWE and they bid for it and the highest bid yep. wins. So the problem is apparently London never bids and that's why Cardiff got Clash at the Castle. London, start fucking bidding. Wait, is um, Wembley in London? Yeah. God damn, how many fucking stadiums are in London? Lots of stadiums. Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, then again... I'm talking shit, and, and well, how big is London? I think it's like six million people. Oh shit! Okay, never mind. It's fucking huge. So apparently, so so to translate that, y'all fucking London is half of California. <laughs> so if that fucking explains to you why they've got like four or five, well, you they would have like four. Because I'm trying to think. I know so it would be it would be Tottenham. It would be. Uh, what other teams are in London? Oh shit! It's nine and a half millions. Apparently, London is almost Damn. double the size of New York in size. Damn! Damn! And fucking New York has how many fucking? God damn! New York has five stadiums, and none of them are as big as fucking soccer stadiums. Not even MetLife. So I was today years old when I found out London was bigger than New York. Shit. Twice the fucking size, mate. <laughs> okay, let's get Mania. Let's do it. Um, oh. And I'm not talking shit about London this time. I'll fucking go. This oh, is oh, a yeah, once I in would. a lifetime. It it's not like, you. it's not like you know, California or New York will get Mania again in a couple of years. It's like once in a lifetime. We're probably only going to get WrestleMania once in my yeah. lifetime anyway. I was going to say, like, yeah, the, by, by the time you're, like, in your 40s and you, your daughter's, like, 18, <laughs> 19, you're like, you want to go to wrestling? No. Oh, come on, we're going to wrestling. <laughs> Just turned into Joey Tribbiani. But it's London, baby. Uh, there you go. Attaboy. <laughs> um, the show was, yeah, pretty solid overall. Main events. Um, I didn't really... So I watched Money in the Bank on a phone because I was working at the time, but it was live yep. and it was London and I wasn't missing it. So I watched it on the desk. But um, I had to drive home when the main event was on, so I didn't really see much of it. Because, um, you know, we don't drink and watch. Uh, don't drive and watch your phone screen at the same time. That's very dangerous. That's extreme. So I, I just, like, heard bits of it um, and then caught a few clips at the end. But, man, I wish I could have seen that finish live and in person because I would have been shocked as all hell. Good, uh, solid finish. Uh, I, I enjoy. I enjoyed the main. Um, I don't, fuck, that's the last. I, no, I was gonna say. I was like, it's been a while since I've seen the last Roman match. I've that. I like. That's not true. That's not true. I'm talking shit. Um, I 
it was like, fuck, dude, talk about chemistry. I talk about chemistry all the time with the boys in the TSK about AEW matches. Like, obviously, yeah, they're related, and I'm sure that that has to do with it. But just they went out there and they laid it all on the fucking line. Uh, it's the first time Roman's been pinned in forever. So three and a half years. Three and a half fucking years. Three and a half. Jesus. That was huge for Jay. It is. And now I, I think that's going to get all he's going to get. That's his that's his comeuppance for the whole thing. Yeah, uh, they still seem pretty intense on Rody, uh, Rody, Cody Rody. Roman 2 at Mania again. Rody Codes. Rody Codes. I mean, we'll see how they build it this time. But again, you know, maybe they should have pulled the trigger when they could have. Because when you think about it, Roman hasn't even defended that title since Mania. The titles haven't played any role whatsoever in this feud with the Usos. So, I mean, really, they could have put the title on Cody. Yeah, you should have put the title on Cody. But now you got to build it better than than this year, and that's going to be a pretty stiff climb. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. You 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 literally built a whole new stadium and said, "Hey, make it through this goalpost now." That's what you did. That's how you moved the goalpost. You didn't just push it back five, ten yards and say, hey, okay, we'll go another couple of matches. Hey, take on this other giant. Hey, do this. No, you built a whole new stadium in a different city, and now he's got to go over there and go kick a field goal again because this is what you guys do. Like, mm. come on, man. And again, I, if, if you're going to go Cody Roman too, then obviously Cody's going to have to win the Rumble again, which I'm okay with. It's not the first time somebody's won it back-to-back. Hogan done it. Austin done it. But how are you going to do it and maintain momentum? Yeah. Is he, I mean, I'm saying it like this because to me, he's cooled off. And no, yes, he, he's still very relevant and he's still Cody Rhodes and he still carries a lot of name value. And I understand that. And I get that. And we can always play that up no matter what, because this is the E and that's personas, you know, over top everything else. But he just had a fucking match against Dom. Dirty you know Dom. what I mean? Like you, you've got to build it. He's got to get rebuilt back up, figure out how to be plateaued until the rumble, because the rumble's not until what fucking January, January? five months. Yeah. Oh, five months. So yeah. Fucking December. Wait, is it December or January? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. About six months. Okay. So it's in January. So it's like, okay, what? What are you going to do between now and then to build him? You can you can easily have it heat maintained from the Rumble to Mania, no problem. You can easily maintain whatever you need to for him, no problem. What are you going to do now to get him back over? Because right now, I can list a handful of guys that are way more over than Cody Rhodes. A handful. And, it, and the top of that list is Seth fucking Rollins. Yes, it fucking because, you know, if he was in AEW, that's probably his name, Seth fucking Rollins. Or, or Cody fucking Lopez, one of the right? <laughs> But it, I, you got to build him. You got to rebuild him. But uh, it is what it is. You, you've also got to have, if Cody's winning the Rumble again, you've got to have him win it in a way where the fans aren't going to go, oh, it's predictable as shit. We knew Cody was going to win. We don't care about the main event, a mania now. I've got it. You need you need to get the people behind Cody and keep them there for the rumble. I've got it. He's the one that beats Gunther. <laughs> oh, 
I think that's got to be Drew, though. Yeah, I know. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> Cody would probably get shit for beating Gunter. No, I know. <laughs> he would get like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Super Cody ended the rain. Fuck off. And then, yeah, and then he's going to pull the fucking warrior, win the belt, and just fucking give the guy. See, like, that would piss people. That would piss everybody. That would piss me off for sure. But no, I mean, no. unless there's, I mean, you can do trades between brands. That's always an option. True. But who the hell do you trade for Cody Rhodes? The Usos, maybe? Uh, I, oh, hey. Now Bring the talking. Usos to Ross and Cody to SmackDown. Now you're talking. I like that. Vince, pay me. Come on now. Um. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Triple H wasn't at Raw this week. He just had a, like a normal like time off. Um. He's back on SmackDown tomorrow. But Bruce Pritchard was running Raw this week. So maybe hey, it's a good thing I didn't watch it in full. Hey, you're about to say. Um, so obviously we're going to keep an eye on my, uh, WrestleMania UK potential. Mm-hmm. And the second so they announce it, I'm saving up. Heard that. Uh, but Heard that is that. money in the bank all for you. I've been changing, but you'll never see me now. I've been changing, but you'll never see me now. I'm blaming you for Peace, tranquility, and serenity. I like to come out here and think. You know, for the past week, I had to think about why. Why Dazzy Dangerously challenged me to fight him for the Max Wrestling Television Championship at Fight for the Knowledge. I think I know why. He wants the podcast machine. You know the podcast machine that I said was dead? Well, he's very much alive. He wants the guy that he met in 2016, a guy who was a regular guest on the show, and by 2017, I was a regular part of the Max Wrestling Podcast and became one of the most influential, most integral part of Max Wrestling and one of the most dedicated performers on Max Wrestling Podcast with a decorated history of championships, accomplishments, and moments and memories. Still today, by the way. He wanted that guy that he met back in 2016, who he became fast friends with, and who had the same goal in mind for podcasting, much like myself, to entertain people, put out the best quality content, and elicit a reaction and to evoke emotions. He wants that guy because he and his heart of hearts knows that if there's anyone that can give him a fight, when the chips are down and you get right back up, that's old Mike Larkin for you. He wants the guy that he faced three years ago at Promo Mania and won the Max Wrestling non-title bout of the year at the Maxis in 2020. He wants that guy. To which I say to you, sir, if it's a fight you want, it's a fight you are going to get. The Captain Dazzy Lee, the podcast machine Mike Larkin, one-on-one for the TV championship. I accept. If it's a fight you want, It's a fight you're going to get. Whether I win the Max Wrestling TV Championship or whether I lose, I'm going to give you something to remember me by. I'm going to create more moments, memories, and magic. I am going to use my subtleties, intricacies, and nuances to deliver you the best promo bout to deliver another classic like myself and Dazzy Dangerously put on at Promo Mania. Because why? My name is Mike Larkin. I'm the podcast machine. And well, you're not. I'll see you at Fight for the Knowledge, Dazzy. Be careful. 
what you wish for. Because knowledge is power, my friend. <laughs> See you then. get into some fun stuff here the next special event for max wrestling is fight for the knowledge too and that is next week july 13th max wrestling summers are fast and furious and we already have three matches set including the king of the mic final as i go one-on-one -on -one with the man they call beer and the winner goes on a promo slam to challenge the television champion el capitan oh don't worry you definitely will um, but the challenge has been accepted. Mike Larkin will step up to the challenge against me for the TV championship next week at Five for the Knowledge 2 under TV rules. Multiple duty next week. DC has also challenged the brand new knowledge champion, the lawyer, Chad Malcolm. And they will have a face-off in three stages of knowledge. I don't believe they've ever faced each other before. But yeah, congratulations to Travis, uh, to Travis, to Chad. Bringing home another title, first time ever. He Absolutely. is also now a Golden Slam champion. Golden Slam, I like that. And finally, last week, I issued a rematch challenge, and it will be Dragon Club's OG Tag Team Champions, the Captain and the Phoenix, coming for Moses and DC's current Tag Team Championships in Duos Trivia. Bring it on! For more information, go to maxjustinnet.weebly.com slash fight. Welcome back to the Kappa Mo Show. Once again, drop us a like, a sub, a follow, do it all, and go to maxrossandnap.weebly.com to learn more. Still to come, Shitmark Say, Geek and Bestler of the Week, and This Week in Wrestling History. But first, a new segment, The Funniest Moments in Wrestling This Week. This is Tell Me I Did Not Just See That. Tell me I did not just see that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot what I was saying. That's not My pick, um, I'm glad we didn't mention it when we were talking about Money in the Bank because um, I'm talking about it now, was the fans chanting stand up if you hate Roman, which uh, is a very oh. popular football chant, and of course they did it in NXT. Um, <laughs> it was just the way Roman was telling everybody to sit down, shut up. And because they were singing Stand Up If You Hate Roman, Roman just sits down on the apron. That was perfect. I fucking, This is why I love the UK crowd. I mean, okay. So if if, if, if you think this is dumb, you guys got to remember, what was it? Uh, if uh, if you hate Gibson, shoes off. Yeah. So, again, this unique chance, I fucking, fucking love it. And guess what? We're talking unique chance. I have to bring up my personal fucking favorite so john cena again john cena if there's anybody to pop the goddamn crowd it wasn't seen as though it was when they got sick and tired of grayson waller and they just hit him with the most famous fucking english chant ever wanka yeah. and they're just ripping him apart and he looks into the camera and says oh, i don't have to do that and i'm just <laughs> like i'm like I, I don't know. Call call me the dude that all of a sudden knows a little too much. I'm just like, that's not what it means. You're an idiot. But all right. I'm just, it just, uh, I've more stuff in the UK. More. I, I think Cena's pretty familiar with these kind of chants too, because he spent a lot of time in London in recent years. 
That's right. Yeah, he has. He has, and he is a big football fan. So yeah, shockingly. Um, so there you go. Both are for money in the bank. Those are our two funniest moments this week, and unsurprisingly, they both involve UK chance. Love them. All right, now before we find out the dumb tweets, let's take a look at the past week in this week in the past. Sorry, in this week in wrestling history. <laughs> On June 30th, 2008, CM Punk cashed in the first of his two Money in the Bank wins on Edge, who had just been attacked by Batista on Raw, winning his first World Heavyweight Championship in WWE. As a result, the World Championship moved to Raw. June, Also on June 30th in 2014, also on Raw, AJ Lee reclaimed the Divas Championship from Paige, this was the second out of four title changes between the two of them between April and September that year. And this would also be the shortest of AJ's three Divas title reigns. June 30th, 2018, although it didn't air until a month later, Jay Lethal defeated Dalton Castle, Cody Rhodes and Matt Taven to win his second Ring of Honor World Championship. July 1st, 2003, Gail Kim made her shocking WWE TV debut by entering and winning a seven-woman battle royal for the vacant WWE Women's Championship, which was relinquished by an injured Jazz. Gail defeated Ivory, Jacqueline, Molly Holly, Trish Stratus, and Victoria. July 1st, 2003, the same night, however, this was pre-recorded, after splitting from Kurt Angle, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin won their second WWE Tag Team Championships, now known as the World's Greatest Tag Team, on tape delay two days later. They defeated Eddie Guerrero and Tajiri, and if, like me, you don't remember Eddie and Tajiri being Tag Team Champions, Tajiri uh, replaced an injured Chavo to win the championships, and ultimately it was Los Guerreros who later defeated Haas and Benjamin. Uh, July 1st, 2020, North American champion Keith Lee ended Adam Cole's record-setting longest-ever reign as NXT champion at Great American Bash Night 2, which also aired a week later. July 2nd, 2002, Edge and Hulk Hogan became WWE World Tag Team Champions when they defeated Billy and Chuck on SmackDown. This was Hogan's first-ever and only tag team championship in any company and naturally it aired on tape delay on the 4th of July. July 2nd 2017 history was made when Kenny Omega became the first ever IWGP US champion defeating Tomohiro Ishii at G1 Special in Long Beach. Kenny defeated Jay Lethal and Michael Elgin to reach the final while Ishii defeated Zack Sabre Jr and Naito. The tournament was held back-to-back -back over three days. Uh, July 2nd, 2022, last year, WWE finally pulled the trigger on Liv Morgan as she cashed in the money in the bank she had won earlier that night and defeated Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship after Rousey had just defended against Natalya. July 3rd, 2013, Jay Briscoe's first reign as Ring of Honor World Champion came to an end as he was stripped of the title 
when Ring of Honor failed to re-sign the Briscoes to new contracts. Jay was written off injured in storyline and returned to present the eventual new champion Adam Cole, baby, with the championship at Death Before Dishonor L11. 4th of July 2020 at Beast in the East from Tokyo, Finn Balor defeated Kevin Owens to win his first NXT Championship and at 292 days, Balor remained the longest reigning champion until his record was broken by Adam Cole in 2020. One. Um, <laughs> July 6th, 1998, your final piece of history on Nitro. Um, we were just talking about this last week. WCW US Champion Goldberg defeated Hollywood Hogan for his only WCW World Championship. It's, uh, it's a Mandela effect that we don't seem to remember. Goldberg was only a one-time WCW World Champion. Uh, but that is all your history this week. All right, let's find out this week's Geek of the Week. Pencil-neck geek, gritty freak, scum-sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. All right, uh, Geek of the Week. God, I there, <laughs> there was many a candidates this week. Oh my Lord Jesus! Um, I, 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 this is where it. I'm serious. This is where it got tricky. There was some. There was a lot of dumb shit said this week on the internet, um, and it made me. It, it gave me a hard choice. So I will say that it came down to two people. It came down to Jonathan Coachman e. or Jim Cornette. And uh, only because he's gone over this topic once before, I'm giving it to Jim Cornette for shitting all over uh, Osprey versus uh, Omega. And his exact words is, all their shit looks phony. He cuts into him. If you go into if you uh, want to spend the time to listen to his dumb fucking show, which is completely on you, I'm not telling you to do it, but um, if you decide to, it's whatever. He has this whole thing where he he's making fun of them, and he says that, you know, their characters are too over the top, and they're meant to be in a video game thing, and that makes me stop. That makes me think. And that makes me look at him and say, um, didn't you have um, a Samoan play a Japanese character? And you were over the top about it to the point where you guys brought in a, a Japanese manager and you loved it? Didn't you also manage, um, I don't know, Owen Hart, who was just an over the top version of his brother? I mean, uh, tell me wh what's fucking Punk's famous line right now? Tell me when I'm telling lies. Come on now, big dog. And he goes on and on, and he starts rambling. He gives them shit. He gives them shit because nobody can throw a punch. They're throwing these shitty forearms and blah, 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 and nobody knows how to throw a punch. Nobody knows how to throw a punch in the E either, but you don't talk shit about them. Throwing a punch isn't a thing anymore. Not everybody is a trained fighter, okay? Not everybody got beat up on the weekends and brawls and fucking the bars. I'm sorry that times have changed, Mr. Cornette. Okay, you fucking sound like dumb shit Hulk Hogan from the other week talking about all oh, these guys. We should be bagging my groceries. If we lived in the time of all of that, wrestling would be going down further. 
the macho, the extra, the t- over the top macho ishness is is something that what's the the machismo, the over the top machismo, the over whatever you want to call it. We've we've moved on. You know what I mean? We've adapted. We've grown. We we can be. We can absolutely be those people. You know, we could be over the top macho, but we, you know, it's it's not a thing anymore. We're we're not stuck in the '90s. I don't have to have my leather jacket. You know what I mean? My pack of smokes rolled up in my shirt. I don't have to be a greaser. You know, it's oh, Jim Cornette, you fucking kill me, bud. You fucking kill me. If if I understand you get paid to do this, then don't fucking do AEW. Yeah, and if and, and and if it's and if that means you lose that much money, I was actually very surprised when the first episode of Collision, um, he was very positive positive about it, specifically Punk's promo. Shocker! Shocker! Fucking hell! Um, all right, so Corny is this week's geek of the week, and now for the bestler of the week. Um, straight up, gotta give it to Jey Uso. Um, not since the Hardy Boys have I seen a tag team with, like, one clear bigger star than the other. Like, a proper tag team, not somebody thrown together. Um, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy's great too, but obviously Jey is the one being pushed as my main event, Jey Uso. Um, Mm -hmm. He's been the best actor in WWE for way too long. Uh, got that. And he got the big win over Roman. So I can't not give it to Jay this week. Have to give it to Jay. He's getting his push. Like I said, he got the, probably the biggest win of his fucking career. Hopefully they can capitalize on that a little bit more. And he looks super solid. And he's been looking super solid. Yeah. Good job, Jay. Give him some fucking rub, man. Uh, so we're probably getting Jay and Roman at SummerSlam. Ooh, uh, yeah. Roman's obviously going to win, but, you know. Dash my hopes now. <laughs> uh, all right. So last week, um, we announced the departure of Travis Walker Anderson. Go right there. Um, obviously a huge loss to Max Wrestling, but, you know, nothing but respect and... Seeing as we have to say goodbye to Travis, maybe for a long time, here is a very special little tribute for the Walker. Max Wrestling, RWT, and promo fans tuning in worldwide. It's me, your boy, Travis the Walker Anderson. How's it going, guys? You're probably expecting, you know, the scary zombie mask, the boogeyman, whatever you want to call it. I will go through them. I will come for you. And I will take that fucking title from you. And before Michael Larkin goes and starts talking shit about fucking manginas and shit, Robert Davis goes on about liberation and bullshit. I told everyone that I want this. I want this more than anything right now. I am the Walker. I am Travis the Walker. 
Andrews. Andrews. I am the walker. Let me show you my hell. Travis the Walker Anderson. Anderson. So, pop quiz. Who has been paying attention? Here we are at the pinnacle. I am a different person. I am a different entity. I have a different energy. On this journey, since I've joined Match Wrestling, I have met many, many amazing people. People like Emir, Harold, Tyler, um, Ted P, Moni Lynn, Moses Marquez, Dazzy Lee, Chad, Phoenix, Nikola, Michael Larkin, Daniel Crimmins, Lewis of Evolution, and Chris Maldonado, Chris Durham, uh, Andre Corville, and the list continues. Each and every single one of you have helped me become a better man and a better person, not just for myself, but for my family. And if it wasn't for all of you, I probably would not be standing here breathing. So for that reason, I thank you, my wife thank you, my children thank you. All right, now, uh, finally, before we go, there's time. For stupid shit people say online. This is shit Mark say. She's in a fucking good mood. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Sit down, Marks. Do we have TikTok nerds this week? He strikes again. He's back for more. I'm not Sweet a fan of white, white chocolate. chocolate. I prefer milk chocolate. The white chocolate's coming back at you with some more craziness. Now, this is where he um, is basing his opinion off of the dumbness that is uh, Jonathan Coachman. And Jonathan Coachman decided to put up a tweet. Uh, and I'm not going to go into I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of fucking quoting his dumb ass at all. But I will say that uh, he was going into how um, he would have started some kind of social media presence about forbidden door before or no about a uh, collision before it had gone down to to garner the popularity of TikTok, and i'm like oh what, what the fuck what okay how many motherfuckers on TikTok actually like wrestling like that you know what i mean like in all reality how many people were you gonna garner but he then goes on to say that you know uh what are you doing putting a regular television show of wrestling on a saturday don't you know that's for indies and for pay-per-views and I'm like, huh? And that's when I, my, my, my brain did like this whole like the gears stopped turning and all the guys that work in there kind of like looked at each other and they're like, what the fuck did he say? 
and it's it's the truth. And, and as we talked about, as we kept saying at the beginning of this show and how Rampage should have been on Saturdays and Saturdays and wrestling are synonymous with one another. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what do you what? what, what it's just for pay-per-views. It, no, it's not Saturday. Night, Saturday. Was it Saturday night? WCW Saturday night. I, I just, I literally, there was no other name for the show. That was the name of the show. That was going on for fucking years, bud. Uh, there was an NWA Saturday night show. That was going on for a while. They did Saturday night's main event for a little bit for WWF. Um, mm. I mean, they, they were very successful Saturday night main events. Exactly. So it's like, dude, this is what well, you're talking out of your fucking ass. You know what I mean? You were in the business for a while. You were a backstage dude. Yeah, you listen to everybody. You left in the peak of what you could have been learning for fucking ESPN. You didn't do shit for them. I have not seen your dumb ass since the last time you made a cameo and they ripped on you. So shut the fuck up. And then goddamn white chocolate, you can follow suit for following this fucking dumb ass uh, naysaying stufferino. And then there was another one. I think I sent it to you, and I got to check it out uh, real fast. It it was just, and I don't understand. I don't understand some of these motherfuckers, man. Um, oh, that's right. So let's just call him Senor Troy from Wrestling Memes 2.0. It says Wrestler of the Year, complete drunken tart of a wrestler, all embarrassing, all embarrassment wrestling, showing a picture for uh, that says uh, name a bigger downfall than this. And it's uh, from Dean Ambrose to John Moxley. And it's a picture of him with the WWE Championship as Dean Ambrose. And a picture of him in the most recent match he just had in New Japan with El Desperado. And, a, and uh, I can't remember the Deathmatch guy guy, so I don't want to butcher his name. But he's got those fucking sticks sticking out of his head. Yeah. And they're calling it a downfall. And I then got into a lovely little argument with fucking nerds on the internet over this shit because some guy's narrative that got 28 likes and his statement exactly, and I'll because I remember it could still live it in my mind was, um, well, he, he, Tony Khan outbid WWE. That's why he went to AEW. That's why he's doing all the dumb shit. And it's like, no, he, he, and I even put on there, said, that's not true. When he left WWE, he even said he didn't want to leave WWE. There was an exact quote. You guys are really going to make me leave all this money? He didn't leave because of money. He left because of creative. He wanted creative freedom. He then went to New Japan before even going to AEW. And then, yes, after he caught momentum in New Japan, the idea of him going to uh, AEW became a fucking known thing. But he's always been a deathmatch guy. Tony Khan did not outbid WWE. They gave him creative freedom. So again, in what way is this a downfall? Cody, remember the guy that they hated and now they love because he left and came back? Cody Rhodes. What did he do when he left? What is his exact words when he left? I bet on myself. I bet on myself. Moxley said, you guys are going to make me walk away from all this money. They made him quit. They made him quit. So he quit. He remembered, I love this, and guess what? This company is going to let me do this, and they're going to pay me almost the same as what WWE pays me, if not a little more. Fuck it. You're going to tell me, you're going to tell me 
If I could get paid to literally sit here and watch fucking Ted Lasso and the Bear and 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 all the fucking Tottenham matches in the world, you know what? If I could get paid to be an American to cover Tottenham, I'm fucking there, <laughs> bud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm fucking there, bud. So it, are you? You know what I mean? Like people, the way people fucking think, dude, is stupid. If I get to do something I love. I'm going to go do that rather than be in a strenuous situation just because I'm making money. Stupid. You're stupid. telling me the, the gas mac gimmick wasn't stupid? Is he that was, what you're saying? He got a plan over. I mean, I'm not saying I, I, first off, it sums up to him for getting a fucking plan over. That's huge. But a fucking plant. Come on, bud. Dean Ambrose was a hell of a lot goofier. Than John Moxley. Exactly. Moxley is is Moxley is what he was a death match wrestler. That's it. That's it. What is the problem with that? I don't understand the issue. Nobody's shitting on Claudio. Claudio went away. You know, Claudio got let me stop myself. Claudio got held away. Yeah. And then he showed up in AEW. Nobody's talking shit about Claudio. I'm about to say who fucking nobody's talking shit about the dude who left and came back and left and came back and left and came back in fucking goddamn Johnny TV. Nobody's ah. giving him shit. Nobody's giving the fucking Hardy shit. Make it make sense to me, bro. You know what it is? They're just butt hurt. They lost Ambrose. Point and simple. Hey, that's the fucking truth if I've ever heard it. Uh, speaking of rubbish takes, up next we have rubbish take Robert. Um, actually, but none of these, like none of these were from Twitter this week. This one was from Facebook. Um, Fuck, which actually is how shit Mark say began from Facebook posts <laughs> I got into, and I don't really do it very often anymore. But jeez, so we were talking earlier about the spot with Ricochet and Logan Paul where they both landed on the ropes after getting pushed off the ladder, and they were wobbling a little bit. So. You could see Ricochet just decided to pull the trigger, and they jumped, they spun, and they... Oh, yeah. They They saved themselves in the spot, but okay. Right, exactly the point. They saved themselves. Um, And it wasn't a sweet landing through the tables, but at least... At least it was a little more controlled than just tripping on the ropes and falling the fuck over. Oh, trust me, that Um, would have fucking sucked. Robert said... This was a reckless spot for how rushed it was. Yes, it was rushed, but it wasn't reckless. Neither guy had good footing on the ropes and just went for it. Uh, so I replied, well, I mean, what else were they supposed to do? They were a second away from slipping off the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you had a back and forth. He said... This. All the comments are fucking mixed up. He said they were nowhere near about to break their necks on the ropes. The worst that could have happened was fall back on the floor. Trying to justify that as if that... What they did couldn't have been much worse. Is hilarious. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> somebody else jumps in. Uh, stop thinking about how the flip turned out and think about in that moment dangling from the ropes. The best option was to jump. Was the end result perfect? Nope. But a seasoned veteran made a split second decision that if you actually are intelligent to analyze the situation was actually the best option he had in that moment. Quit being a chode. Uh, Get him, buddy. What else did Robert say? 
He said, yes, much safer to launch and flip several feet away. How is doing a poorly positioned flip controlled at all? Because uh, I... they fucking controlled themselves. Like, okay, do you not, did you think of that term, controlled? If they would have, if they would have just crashed, they would have just crashed. And that would have been it. They would have went down. But instead, they wa- they needed to do that spot. They wanted to do that spot. So then rather than just fucking collapsing and saying, ah, fuck it, whatever, and then just continuing on, figuring out what to do, looking even more lost than ever, Ricochet reacted. And Ricochet figured what better way to do it than with something he could control the two of them with. If there's anything that there was about this, it's it wasn't poor control. At all, you. That's the thing. That's what like and the thing that it's literally killing me as I'm reading this. Like, how fucking stupid are you? Like, Ricochet is a gymnast. Like, let, let, let's keep this one thousand for what it is. One thousand percent. Ricochet is a gymnast. If you watch what Ricochet has ever done, he is a gymnast. He is. If you watch his workouts, it is a gymnast workout. He is done off-balance stuff. He does dangling rope stuff. He does all of that, and he's used to it. He's used to body control. A Spanish fly, which is what they hit, is a move that is controlled by the guy who is doing the flip, and the guy who is taking the flip is literally just making sure your body does the proper rotation. You know what I mean? Obviously, we jump on three, and in that instance, Logan wasn't able to jump. That's why it looked like shit. But eventually, if Logan would have jumped, they would have went fucking five, six, seven feet in the air. That, I mean, that's the uh, thing. That was, that's obviously the spot that they were going for. Um, and right. what was supposed to happen. It just wasn't very smooth because they couldn't quite get the balance right. And that's why they pulled the trigger so soon. So they'd obviously rehearsed that move. So in a way, Logan was kind of ready for it. Um, So yes, it was safer to just go for it instead of catching your feet in the ropes, falling on your fucking neck, on the apron, breaking whatever. Exactly. A, that's, semi, that's a semi-controlled character. flip is better than just falling on your fucking neck. Thank you. That's a, thank you. On the you hardest know, part of the, of the ring. You know you're going to take a bump. I'd rather take one away from this metal, away from where I'm going to land awkwardly, and I'd rather fucking take a fucking couple of shards of table on my back. And not even a table. Neck. It's what well, wrestling tables are pressed sawdust. They're they're nothing. If anything, that probably broke the fall. I was about to say. I was like, trust me. Yeah, those tables ain't shiz. They're not shiz. They're not the fucking desk you work on and fucking you know when you were in school. But it's not that thick. Them bitches are they're they're not very thick. They're basically plywood. Mm-hmm. Stacked plywood. That's why they break when they're not supposed to break sometimes. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um, all right, next up, um, not changing the name because everybody knows his name. It's Kevin Nash. God damn you. Uh, and I hate shitting on Kev because um, he has had a rough year, but I just can't defend this take. Um, this was on Click This, his podcast, saying... Am I the only one that sees an absolute ripoff of The Rock to the point where he, LA Knight, cut the promo on fucking Logan Paul or whatever the fuck his name is. Well, you know what his name is because he just called him Logan Paul. Mm -hmm. The only thing he didn't do is turn the motherfucker sideways. Jesus Christ, does everybody have amnesia? There's nothing original. Now, we've talked about the same. Everybody's talked about this comparison. 
to The Rock to Stone Cold. He is like a mashup of both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. He won't but, deny it either. No, and he's, he's even said he's not trying to be The Rock. His voice just sounds like The Rock. But, Thank I mean, you. <laughs> there's definitely some mannerisms there that have shades of The Rock. There's shades of Austin, yes. the vest yes. and everything. But find me a single successful wrestler who hasn't emulated somebody else at some point. Mm. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, if we're going down this road, Hulk Hogan was a ripoff of Billy Graham. Ric Flair was a ripoff of Buddy Rogers. Stop him when I'm wrong. And uh, Triple H, Triple H was Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, it's it's okay to make that comparison, and you don't have to like it. But you're a veteran of thirty years. You don't have to bury Longer. the guy. Why are you like, burying somebody for no reason? And I get it, dude. I understand it. And yes, I even I've even said to myself, like, bro, this you're a little like you're a little fucking, you know what I mean? Like that's that's a little much on the on but then again, Ricky's look at Ricky Starks. And this is a guy that I like for crying out loud. I like Ricky Starks a lot. They say that he looks he looks like the rock because look at how he's dressed and he kind of sort of cuts a promo like the rock. But then again, Everybody does it. Everybody has a different cadence to themselves. And yeah, dude, guess what, Kev? I hate to break it to you. Those guys were more popular than you, and you're probably just a little more bitter that they're not trying to emulate a Kevin Nash promo. Or they're not talking like this, and come on, everybody. No, that wasn't that wasn't cool in the fucking 90s in WCW. It's not cool on your fucking podcast. It's No. Like, I get it, bro. I get it. But here's the thing. Here's how you should look at it. Who in the fuck could pull that off? In 2023, give me any motherfucking superstar, anyone, and tell them, go emulate The Rock and have the people pop like you're The Rock. Nobody's going to do it better than L.A. Knight. Go out there and try to be the best Stone Cold you can be, and the only person that might do it better than him is going to be like AJ Styles, and that's it. How many yeah. people over the last decade of fans said, oh, this guy is the new Stone Cold? Dean Ambrose was the new Stone Cold at the some point. Stone Cold. Kevin Owens. The new Stone Cold. I mean, come on, dude. I get, I yes. Yes, his cadence. But his voice, they sound the same. They, yeah. really, they really fucking do, dude. And it's not like, a, oh, he's trying to do that. No. Listen to him in Impact. Listen to him in his fucking indies when he would cut promos in the indies. He just sounds like that. That when he's, he, when he's talking normal thing. with Chris Van Pete, he, he, he sounds like that. His gimmick right now is exactly what he was doing in Impact years exactly. ago. And if, if anything, you should be praising him for the fact that Vince wanted him to be a manager because he was too old. Hello, DDP. Um, and he just got over organically with the fans because he has something that Kev was missing. Charisma. A whole lot of charisma. A Me? whole lot. Maybe if Kevin Nash had half the charisma LA mm. Knight has, the ratings wouldn't have tanked when he was champion for a year. Mm. Mm-hmm. God damn, Kev. All right. Uh, love you, Kev, but stupid take. Yeah. Leave the guy alone. If, if you don't like the gimmick, you don't like the gimmick, but you don't need to bury the guy. And on top of that, you're burying him for doing something nobody else can. 
he's burying him for doing something positive because whoever the fuck he's emulating, it doesn't matter. It's working. It's working. <sighs> oh my goodness gracious. I've never thought I'd say this in my life. I'm stealing your line. God damn it, Kevin. You are Mark. These are Marks. And that's the shit they say. Say the fuck <laughs> off my internet. Uh, I don't want to say it, but get in the bin, Kev. Oh, my Lord. He's going to be hard for him to fit, but I don't give a fuck. Stand in there, asshole. Thank you for joining us. I hope we rocked you harder than Perry Satin rocked Moppy. Before yeah. we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. That's right. Retro Rewind. Um, again, we've talked about it. It's... Um, Probably going to be, I don't know right now. We don't know right now. We're, we're gauging the situation right now, kicking it with the THK seems to be the main source, the main source of it all. Um, well, we're mainly just going in depth, doing big time or instant. I would say, I'm trying to say instant reviews of uh, pay-per-views. They don't drop as instant as we like, but however, that has changed. I promise you that's changed. We've, I've, we've found the problem, Captain, but, uh, in all, in all good God, honesty, <laughs> um, that is no longer going to be an issue, so episodes should drop a lot faster. They're going to be a little bit more in-depth. Uh, they're going to go a little bit more of a different uh, take. So what you guys have seen right now for, like, the the Double or Nothing or what you saw for uh, the uh, Forbidden Door, it's going to be similar. Um, we're going to try to add clips and stuff. So it's just – it's we're going to try to do a little bit more. So we're calling it the remastered versions or whatever. I'm not dropping any of those just yet, but – for the ones that are coming out, that's how we're going to get looking. Um, the next one we plan to do is going to be, uh, we would like to do a fantasy booking for Wembley, but we're also thinking we might kind of just wait and then, you know, maybe we'll jump on with Mac to do a prediction or obviously we'll just cover it as soon as we're done with it. But uh, we're not a thousand on that one. However, the retro thing, again, we're going to try to see how that goes. Best case scenario, I do want to kick it back up uh, in a sped up version, probably like, a 30 minute breakdown. I want to see how I can do that. It's going to be fun. I have fun ideas. Taking an English class helps you write things out. I'll tell you that right there. So anybody ever wants to try your own podcast, figure out how to condense things, take an English class before you do that. And if you want to figure out where I go to college, you can follow me on my socials, like all the other places you can do. So make sure you're following us on the evil Twitter machine, Max Wrestling UK, the Captain 512 and an SMR pod net. Make sure, make sure you're checking out that lovely website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit the subscribe button, follow button, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the fun socials. We're garnering little bit of subs here and there on YouTube. And we thank you all for joining the ride. We appreciate the views. Tell your friends, share with everybody. Remember, the sooner we get to 1,000, the sooner we can do cooler stuff like going live and, I don't know, playing video games on YouTube. So come on with it. Yeah, and again... Find us on threads at Max Wrestling UK, same as all the other social media. Let's go. And with that said, join us next week for Fight for the Knowledge 2, featuring the King of the Mic final, Dragon Club, get our rematch against Moses and DC's tag team titles. My TV title is on the line against Mike Larkin, and DC challenges Chad Malcolm for the Knowledge Championship. Plus, for the first time in a year, we're predicting impact with Slammiversary, and I'm going to run through the card real quick before we go. The Covens, Taylor Wilde, and Kaylin King defend the Impact Knockouts Tag Team titles against Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich. Chris Sabin defends the X Division title against Leo Rush. Mike Bailey, Jonathan Gresham, Kushida, Kevin Knight, and Angels face off in an Ultimate X match to determine the number one contender for the X Division title. 
There is a four-way for the Impact Tag Team titles. ABC, that's Ace Austin and Chris Bay, defend against Moose and Brian Myers, Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan, and Subcultures, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Then we have, can't believe I'm saying this one, PCO and Scott Damore versus Bully Ray and Steve Macklin Mm. uh, with Darren McCarty as special guest enforcer. Your two uh, world title main events, Deanna Perrazzo defends the Impact Knockouts tag, uh, Nick Impact Knockouts World Title against Trinity, and of course Alex Shelley defends the Impact World Title against Nick Aldis. That is Slammiversary, which we will predict next week. Love it. There may have been a couple of spoilers in there for tonight's Impact. I'm sorry, it's pre-recorded. <laughs> You've been watching the Cap and Mo. We hope you enjoyed the new format. Goodbye, Mwah. and good night. Bring all you got, beer. I'm ready for it. Thank How many of y'all are asking the questions? How many of y'all are so confused at what you saw last week that you don't know what to think? The fact of the matter is... is Maybe he was on those massacres. Maybe he wasn't on those massacres. But there's one thing for certain, and that is Chris Reed chose his side. Chris Reed knew who to follow, who to get behind, who to listen to. And he made a hell of a choice, as you can tell. One phone call, and I knew I had somebody with real loyalty, true loyalty, somebody like a Ted P. I love Cypher. I have love for Cypher, but he's got more love for that guy that went away. And I love him for going away, but that's that's not what the MDO is about. The MDO is about the boys... Right here, right now. Drive went away, and um, well, you didn't know what to do, did you, Cypher? You panicked, you shook in your boots. You were afraid that there's no way Moe's going to carry us on their own, and you underestimated me, and because of that, you're gone with them. And now what you have before you... What you have in front of you is a stronger, more powerful, more confident MDO. What you have is a seasoned veteran in Ted Pietanero. And what you have is a starving, a starving young star in Chris Reed. Who I plan to put right under my wing and teach him the ways of the world. Teach him just how you become Max Wrestling's first Grand Slam champion. And because of that, I'm going to do it my way. And I'm going to show Chris this is the way to do it. So heed my warning. The MDO stronger than ever. Led by the most powerful man Max Wrestling has ever seen. 
one belt, two belt, three belt, four. Before you know it, everybody is going to hit the floor. <laughs> See you promo slam, Captain.